Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business with a Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Today, I want to talk about you, specifically about the impact that you have on others. Have you ever stopped and thought about what kind of a leader you really want to be or what kind of impact you want to have on others? How do you want people to perceive you? What do you want to be known for? We often get so busy making an impact on our to-do list that we don't spend any time thinking about the impact that we're having on others. How do you inspire people? What do they learn from you? What is the lasting impact that you're going to have in their life? Today, I want to talk about leadership legacy. And it's a very important part of being an entrepreneur. As Maya Angelou said, people may forget what you said, they may forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And the impact that you have on people, well, that's your leadership legacy. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I want to start by explaining what leadership legacy is. In our second segment, we're going to define your leadership blueprint. In our third segment, we talk about taking action and implementing your leadership blueprint to really create your legacy. But first, I want to start with a story. So one of the things that I hear all the time about this podcast is that people say they love hearing stories. And I totally get it because that's something that I always appreciate in other people too. And I think it's because we all like to be entertained a little bit, don't we? Obviously, podcasts are a great way to learn, but stories are important because they create a connection. They transport us. And when we're having fun and really enjoying ourselves, we learn more, don't we? Especially if it's a situation where we're really making an emotional connection. Now, I have to confess, I don't think of myself as an expert storyteller. I tell stories to cover up a character flaw. And I think I've confessed this before, but I've never been able to tell jokes. It's just something that I've never mastered. I either start with the punchline, I mix up the lines, or I stop and just rehearse it in my head, which totally kills the vibe. Timing is everything with jokes, isn't it? So... I started telling stories to cover up the fact that I can't tell jokes. But it's all good because stories are fun, right? And just last weekend at brunch, we casually got into a whole round of storytelling about our celebrity crushes. And one of the girls shared this amazing story about her lifelong crush, Kenny Reeves, and how she met him at a theater. And I told my infamous story of vision boarding where someone that I placed on my vision board actually literally manifested into my life. 
sort of. I didn't realize that it was actually a local celeb, and he actually started dating my roommate at the time, which was pretty hilarious when we finally made that connection of who he really was. But I know that I personally love a good story. I love to be entertained, and although there's been many great storytellers in my life, I think one of the most influential was one of my old bosses. When we met, he was at the tail end of his career, and I was just starting out, so he had a lot more experience than I did, which was great because with that much more experience comes that many more juicy stories to tell. And he would often tell us stories when he wanted to explain something or provide context. He would pause, tilt his head to the side, and start with, did I ever tell you about the time that And in that moment, he had our complete and total attention. His stories were the best, and sometimes they were business, and sometimes they were personal, but they were always entertaining. And the thing is, some of the stories we actually heard over and over again, and every time he told them, they'd just get even more entertaining somehow. And when you meet someone really special like this, they have a big influence on who you are in your life. Deep down inside, you know that they're going to be part of your life somehow. They're always just going to keep popping up in some way or another. And even though he isn't my manager any longer, all the lessons that he taught me, all the time that we spent together, it shaped who I am today. And it impacts how I lead others. Now, I moved on to work at a software company after that which was a completely different industry and a really big challenge for me. And one of the first things that I was tasked with doing was getting a joint press release out with the company that we'd uh, just started working with. And so my boss sent me off all the information. He gave me a little bit of an overview of how we were going to work with them and then the contact info at the other company. And you'll never guess who the media contact was on the other end. There it was, my old boss, popping up into my life again. Completely different industry, a totally different city, and we'd managed to find each other again. The point I'm trying to make is that powerful leaders, they don't just teach you and inspire you in a specific moment or in a specific job. Their leadership style is imprinted on you permanently. Now, we kept in touch over the years, and when I settled in Toronto and was setting up my business, guess who I reached out to? And so I have him to thank for teaching me the importance of storytelling, for graciously teaching me this craft. And you know what? More than 12 years later, we still keep in touch, and I see him a couple times every year, especially in the summer because he takes us out in the Toronto Harbor on his boat. And we all know that sailboats are a fantastic place for storytelling and also for creating new stories to tell. So the best way to define leadership legacy is to think about the impact that you have on others. And I teach this in a very specific way in the context of the past, the present, and the future. Here's what I do. I ask my clients to think about a person who has been a really big, impactful leader in their life. And then we go through a series of questions to really unfold 
what we have learned and admire about this person. We start to understand what is unique about them and then figure out how they have managed to have such a big impact on us. What actions did they take regularly? What values did they hold? What could we always count on them for? And what was unique and quirky about their personality? Through this process, we start to understand how they made such a big impact on us. And we identify how their leadership legacy is alive within us. And I have to tell you, every time I do this exercise, magic always happens. First off, most people initially say, "Mm, well, I can't really think of anybody who's had a big impact on me. And then when we really dive in, they always come up with someone who's had a major impact in their life. And you know, it doesn't have to be a manager. It could be a family member. It could be a friend, a teacher, a sports coach, anyone who's had an impact in your life. It's typically someone older. They don't have to be older, but it usually is because older means wiser and more experiences. And once I start walking them through the unfolding questions, they always have a big aha moment, a big revelation about all the things that they actually did admire about this person and how much of an impact they actually did have in their life. It's like thinking about their past through an entirely different lens. And usually at this point, it sparks some sort of a big aha moment and they want to reach out to this person and really connect with them and see where they are now. You see, we all take for granted the impact that other people have on us. We know that we learn life skills from them. That's important. But it's really all the other stuff, the life lessons that really make us who we are. Because skills will come and go. Skills can be learned anywhere. But the true leadership material, the stuff that makes us who we are, you can't learn that in a textbook. There's no way to memorize how to react in different scenarios. This is what we have to learn from others through their example, through observing them, through experiencing their leadership. And we learn it by the impact that they have on us. Because we know, either good or bad, how it felt to be on the receiving end of their actions, don't we? Remember that Maya Angelou quote from earlier, people may forget what you said, they may forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. So in this first step to creating a leadership legacy, I want you to connect to the leader who has had the biggest impact on you. And this will help you understand how they have shaped you and how they have impacted how you lead today. We look at characteristics, values, traits, things that you admire about them. See how they taught you and most importantly, how They are alive and present and part of your leadership legacy today. This helps us to understand legacy by seeing firsthand who has had a big impact on you and how they've impacted you in such a profound way. This will make you inspired about the potential of your leadership legacy and make you conscious about your everyday interactions with others because like it or not, you are having an impact on other people all the time. And hey, let's make sure that it's a powerful one. So the first step to creating your leadership legacy is to reflect on a leader who's had a big impact on you. This helps you get clear on the potential impact that you're going to have on others. The second step 
that we're going to do right now in creating your leadership legacy is to define your leadership blueprint. You see, we all have a very unique leadership style. Just like we all have different personalities, we lead in different ways. And this is a reflection of your personality, of your values. You know, values are important because they remind us of who we are. They help us get clear about who we are, and they're tactically important because they help to guide our decision-making. We need to be aligned with our values all the time. If our goals aren't aligned with our values, then we don't feel authentic, and we don't feel like we're making an impact. So as we are identifying our leadership blueprint, I want you to think of it like this. Essentially, you're defining what your personal brand is and how you stand out from everyone else. Now, I define brand as the expectation of an experience. That's all. It's not complicated. It's simply the expectation of an experience. And we build a strong brand by being consistent, reliable, and unique. And this benefits you because you get to build a strong reputation as a leader. You become known for something unique. It differentiates you from someone else. And it also helps you to build confidence because you start to become clear about who you are rather than, you know, try to be a mashup of everyone else. Now, in this second step of defining your leadership blueprint, you get complete and total clarity about who you are, what is important to you, and how you're going to interact with others. This is about putting a stake in the ground and saying, this is what my leadership legacy is going to be. So this is the second step. You figure out what is unique about you, how you are reliable, and to figure this out, we look at our core values and our superpower. Remember back in episode 72, we figured out what your superpower was. You get clarity on who you are and who you are not. And with this, you can start to see how this is important, how it makes you unique, and you can start to see how you're going to have an impact on others around you. In this segment, I wanna talk about the third and the final step of creating your leadership legacy. Remember how in the beginning I said, I like to teach this in the context of past, present, and future? Well, the first step was the past, where we reflected on someone who had a really big influence on you, so you could just understand how important and how profound the impact of their leadership legacy was on you. The second step, defining your leadership blueprint, is where you get clarity on who you are and what you stand for and what makes you unique. Now, in this third step, you decide to take action and implement what you figured out in your leadership blueprint. Now, I want you to decide how you're gonna have an impact on others based on what is important to you and what is unique about your leadership style. And this step will require a little bit of reflection on your part. So you might want to pause the episode or listen to it all now and then go back and do the work in your own time. I'm going to suggest a few different places to look into your blueprint to really give you examples of how you translate these aspects into action. Okay, so let's take a look at your values and decide what actions you can take to really let people know about your core values. So let's say, for example, if you have a core value of honesty, then think about 
what guidelines you can take to make sure that you always live up to this value. Think of this like your own personal policy. You might decide that you always give people honest feedback no matter how hard or uncomfortable it might be. And when you give them the feedback, you can always say, well, this is something that's really important to me to give others honest feedback because I always appreciate it when other people give me honest feedback. Now, another place to look on your leadership blueprint is to look at the activities that you really love doing that are important to you and you want to prioritize. What actions can you take to let people know this about you? For example, maybe you love meeting new people and expanding your network. So you can make sure that you attend at least one networking event every week. Maybe you love to learn. So you could read a dedicated number of books every month or start a book club with people you work with. Maybe health and fitness is something that's really important to you. So you can make sure that you work out each and every day before you start work. I have a client who's very, very talented and loves to paint, and she always makes this a priority in her very busy and hectic schedule. And she also invites people to her art exhibits. A third place to look on your blueprint is your interactions with others. How are relationships important in your life? How do you want others to interact with you? Is it important to you to maintain your friendships over time? Maybe you make it a personal policy to keep in touch regularly and see your close friends once a month or your outer circle people. Maybe you want to make sure that you see them every year and decide how you can structure this. Maybe you always make sure to write people a special message on their birthday. Maybe you make a point of always asking them in conversation, hey, what is it that you have going on that's really important right now? Or how can I help you with that? Or maybe you always make it a point to tell others what you appreciate or admire about them and really acknowledge who they are instead of just what they are doing. So these are just a few different examples of how you can really start to take your leadership blueprint and turn it into action to intentionally create your leadership legacy. Be specific and be focused. Don't boil the ocean. Don't try to do all things for all people. Pick a few high impact things and really, really focus on them. And I really want you to take some time to think about all three steps of building your leadership legacy. Look at the past. Figure out who's had a big impact on you. Look at the present. Determine what your leadership blueprint is. And then look to translate this blueprint into action. When I sit back and I think about my leadership style, there's so many things that I do as a leader that have been impacted by others. And this goes beyond, you know, I talked earlier about the art of storytelling. I learned how to negotiate with integrity beyond just, you know, the techniques that you learn in school. I learned the importance of engaging employees and having regular offsites to really motivate teams. I learned the art of understanding how to help others get what they want so that you can get what you want. I learned how to see potential in others and really draw that out of them. And most importantly, I learned that you can still operate with 100% integrity in business and that you don't need to have a different set of values for work. 
So enjoy this process of defining and activating your leadership legacy because the reality is every day, every conversation, every interaction, you are impacting others. So you might as well get clear and intentional about how you want to impact them. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on your leadership legacy. I'm excited for you to go through this process of defining your leadership legacy and the impact that you have on people. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.